Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco. Today, we're talking about Xbox going third party? Yeah, that's what the rumors are right now. Very strange. Before we get into this rumor show, I just want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Uh, my, my daily listenership has never been higher. I love seeing the listens go up and up and up. I'm always looking at ways to make this show better. It's why I ask for feedback all the time, and I love when I get it. I just want to try to make this show fit for everybody. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to take the time to uh, thank everybody for listening. If you do get a moment, I would love to get a review, either on Spotify or Apple. Uh, shouldn't take too long to do, but they really help out. And uh, quite honestly, it's been quite a while since I got a review. So uh, if you can take the time, leave me some reviews. It would be fantastic. Um, keeps the show growing, expanding, and that's just kind of better for all of us, really. All right, let's get to the rumors. Well, some are rumors, some are facts. Let's start with yesterday. Yesterday, I was going about my day, working, just enjoying my day, and I hear this rumor that Hi-Fi Rush, uh, which is currently an Xbox exclusive, it's uh, published by Bethesda, is going to be coming to PlayStation, which is great news. I've, I've actually advocated for that to be ported over. And the reason being is it doesn't really get a lot of sales. Um, it's not a high-profile game. It was shadow-dropped when it was released. That was kind of funny, actually. It was a full, I don't know if I'd call it a triple-A title, at least a double-A title, but but not like an indie title. This was a full release, just shadow-dropped. You just don't see that anymore. And, um, you know, the issue with these games on Game Pass and, and the ones done by Xbox Game Studios, um, even if this one's not, you know, Xbox Game Studios proper, is you you put it right to Game Pass and you're trying to keep your Game Pass subscriptionership going, but you're not getting sales. And I honestly, I don't know what motivates them to put the finest quality in the games when good enough quality is probably enough to keep people going. But when you're trying to get sales, you want to be extra special. And Hi-Fi Rush is a really good game. I, I very much enjoyed my experience. But um, as I'll talk about a little bit later, it didn't sell well at all. Then I heard Sea of Thieves might be coming to PlayStation sooner than we might think. Huh, that's a surprise. Sea of Thieves has been on Xbox for at least a few years now. They've, they've had a lot of expansion content. It's one of those games that started off uh, not too exciting, but they've been, you know, it's, it's a ongoing game. And now a lot of people really enjoy it. Suddenly that one might be coming to PlayStation. And then before both of those games, I had found out, and I've talked about it on the show, that As Dusk Falls, which was an Xbox published game, is coming to PlayStation. That's coming March 7th. That's not rumor. That's fact. Okay, March 7th. A really cool narrative game. Uh, definitely uh, think about checking that one out when it comes out. Today, wake up this morning. Immortality is coming to PlayStation. This was this is not built by Xbox at all. Don't get confused. Um, but it was an Xbox exclusive. It was on Game Pass. 
I'd have to say that it maybe maybe I want to say off the top of my head a one year maybe exclusivity because I think that's around the time I played it. I know I'm I know I played it last year. A very enjoyable game. It's a Sam Barlow game. You know her story. Um, it, 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 these are the game. Like, I I can't recommend these games necessarily. It's not for everybody. I really love these games. And Immortality was one of my favorite versions of this game because um, it's all about searching through pictures. So I I won't get into it, but uh, I'm very excited that Immortality is coming to PlayStation. Then we get an article that sort of comes out of nowhere. And honestly, it's not a super surprise because everything that I have talked about with Xbox's business, as I can see it, I don't have the numbers. Nobody has the numbers. They don't talk about the numbers, which is, to me, always part of the problem. Uh, we get an article. Multiple sources indicate Xbox is looking to go third party with ports in development for PS5 and Switch 2. Okay. Well, Switch 2 might be news. Uh, but we know we know Switch 2 is 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 coming is coming soon. We we've we've kind of heard these rumors already. Uh, you go through this article, and I will put the article in the uh, description for this uh, podcast, so you can take a look. This is off of TwistedVoxel.com, but it, you can find it in many places. And the thing that really hit is, uh, according to the insider, Hi-Fi Rush is one of Xbox first-party titles being ported to competing platform, but it's not the only one. They mentioned that Starfield, another major Xbox title that will be ported by Microsoft, possibly to both the PS5 and Nintendo Switch 2. They added, in due time, the norm will be to have these games release day one on all platforms. So what does that mean? <laughs> what that means is, yeah, great. Hi-Fi Rush uh, came out early 2023, January, in fact. Came out 2023. See if three, see if these a few years ago. Sorry, I'm having trouble talking today. I have no idea why. <laughs> um, Immortality. Uh, again, I, I shouldn't even talk about that one. It's not an Xbox uh, written game. Those are, but they're older games. And then you bring them out, you port them, you try to get some extra sales along the way. But the 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 key issue here is sales, 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 sales. sales. Okay, let's look at Hi-Fi Rush as an example. Um, the last I heard about Hi-Fi Rush, they said that 3 million players have played Hi-Fi Rush. This is a, something that we hear a lot these days. Um, it reminds me of audio, you know, music, where it's like how many listens, how many views, like, like that. But we don't talk about sales anymore. And Xbox has really gotten away from talking about sales, not because they don't care about the sales. They do. It's just that the numbers can look better when you talk about people who play. Hi-Fi Rush. Let me look at Hi-Fi Rush. I played Hi-Fi Rush, and I completed Hi-Fi Rush, right? But a lot of people tried out Hi-Fi Rush, especially that launch day, uh, played for a half hour, and then never played it again, right? It wasn't something they expected to play. It wasn't something they even like. But they have an Xbox. They have Game Pass. Let me take advantage of it. And this game got a lot of hype that day because it was a big shadow drop out of nowhere, okay? When you say 3 million people have played a game, that does not mean they beat the game. That doesn't mean they played more than a couple minutes of that game, right? And it certainly does not mean they bought that game. So from our perspective, as much as we should care about business, I don't normally care too much about business, but hey, I do a podcast, I need to talk about it, right? 
as much as we talk about business, 3 million players who merely played the game for at least like a second is not a really big successful number. How many people um, bought that game? Or if you're Xbox, how many people joined Game Pass and then streamed that game first? Not streamed, but played that game first. How many people who were going to leave Game Pass, and I'm not sure how you would measure this, stayed because of Hi-Fi Rush? Those are the numbers that they they they're there they find important for streaming. But three million players does that mean you sold three million games, right? So I've been saying they should port this game over because more people buy games on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation because that is the norm. Um, as a former Xbox player. I got into a mindset of, oh, that's a really cool game that's coming out. I'll just wait till it hits Game Pass because Microsoft has been very successful in getting lots of games over to their Game Pass in a way that not even like Sony will do, where if a good game comes out on PlayStation, I might not really think that might ever be on PS Plus. But the, the mentality as an Xbox player is I have Game Pass. I'm trying to avoid buying games. I'm playing the Xbox games because they come right to Game Pass. And, you know, oh, that's a cool game. That'll come to Game Pass. I'm not going to buy it. So now we're seeing that Hi-Fi Rush, and I feel like this rumor is definitely true, but again, it's a rumor. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush will make it to PlayStation, which is which is fantastic. But Starfield? Starfield is <laughs> the big exclusive for Xbox. That should be the game that forever keeps people tuned to xbox that's it that's a game that's going to get support in the future i mean i know i don't know if it'll, it's considered an ongoing game but there's dlc and stuff coming and the, clearly they're going to support this game for at least a couple years right maybe more that's a surprising one and that again goes to how well is it selling you remember that when the game came out um, they say you know this is going to be free to all game pass subscribers but they did something tricky they offered some um, packages, DLC, that got you the game early. So you, whoa, you can play Starfield early, five days early, if you pay for this $30 DLC. And people bought the DLC, and there was other things in it, small things in it, but the big reason was the early access. That was why they were buying it, to play early. If you know these kind of games, these big open world games, people want to get started and get dozens of hours in and get advanced in the game and get to a point where they're seeing things no one else has seen. If you wait on games like this, all of the best moments of the games will be spoiled for you unless you just bury your head in the sand. And to see this as possibly coming to PlayStation is, is kind of shocking. Now let's look at how Xbox talks about Starfield. Um, in the past, I have heard Xbox say that Starfield has sold well, but they've never given numbers. At least I've never seen the numbers. I've never given specific numbers on sales. And I've heard people say, yes, Starfield's selling really well. Well, how well? I don't know. They, it's, it, they said Xbox says it's selling well. What does selling well mean? I don't know. But here's a specific number that we've gotten. And th this is as recently as December. Xbox's Starfield has had 12 million players. Folks, that's not a lot of players. <laughs> that, that is not... 12 million is a lot of players for most every game on the market. That is not what I would think is what 
I would have expected from Starfield. If you told me to guess how many people just played Starfield, just turned it on, I would probably say 20 million, right? Everybody with Game Pass, I would have expected to have played Starfield, reduce the number of people who are really not interested in it. If I had Game Pass and I was already a subscriber, I probably would have downloaded and just started it up and waited till I got nauseous from the first person view, which I do with those kinds of games. But I, I would have played it, you know what I mean? That's not a lot of players, and that's people who played it. This is a game that they gave away on the service to, I'm estimating, based on most recent numbers, about 30 million people that have Game Pass. And that's before they switched out Xbox Live into like Game Pass Core. Now, I guess you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't have access to Starfield from there, so I, I'll take that back. But the 30 million people, presumably, that have Game Pass, you have 12 million players. You are saying almost a third of your subscribers who are paying money monthly did not even bother to start Starfield. Uh, then, of course, you weed out people who only played it for like 5, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, one sitting, and then never again. What are your sales numbers? It's not 12 million. It's not 10 million. Your sales numbers, I would guess, honestly, between 1 and 5 million. That's just me guessing. I don't know. But I'm just assuming most of these people are people who had it on Game Pass for free and played it. Why wouldn't you? I, there's no way 10 million people bought the game and 2 million people played it on Game Pass. No way. That's not a big number. Um, it's, a big, it's a big hit in general, but that's, that's not why Xbox wanted to bring Starfield into the fold. There's no way. Uh, from the article, it said, uh, Spencer, uh, Phil Spencer described Bethesda's space RPG as a tremendous hit, although failed to announce sales figures or the split of players between Game Pass subscribers and owners of the game. And that's the key. If they're going to bring this to PlayStation, if this is a rumor, again, it's just a rumor. If they're going to bring this to PlayStation, they want sales. If they think they can sell 10 million copies on PlayStation, and they could, that's why you bring it over. And that would make good business sense. But you don't see Nintendo bringing Zelda games over to PlayStation as much as I would want them to. Um, you don't see PlayStation bringing over The Last of Us to the Switch or the Xbox. Those are the games which bring people to the console. And that's that's a big thing. If, if you start saying Starfield is now coming over to the PlayStation, my first thought when I read that is, well, why should I ever switch to Xbox if I know that they're going to bring their games over? If they can bring Starfield over, they'll bring anything over. Doom, Call of Duty, I feel safe. All right. And still, that's not it. The rest of the article continues on and talks about the possibility of Halo coming to PlayStation. Now, the article specifically says not Halo Infinite, um, but they do see the next Halo entry being multi-platform. And talking about all of their studios, that's Xbox Game Studios, Activision, Blizzard King. I hate that name, by the way. I mean, it's... it's. I, I almost... I hate to say Activision Blizzard sometimes. I just say Blizzard, but King? I mean, come on. Um, as well as Bethesda Game Studios, saying that all of their games, I, I mean, all of the games that they feel are worth bringing to other platforms um, would be day one. Uh, 
and it essentially would end the console wars. Uh, whatever, whatever you wanted to find the console wars as being, who knows anymore? I don't, I don't know who's in the console wars. I don't think Nintendo Switch is in that console war, whatever. But this is huge. And it's also not surprising, which is actually why I believe these rumors. I think these are true. I don't think Game Pass can really sustain itself. Um, here's my evidence why. Xbox is never specific about how much money they're making on Game Pass. You could argue they don't, because if they say they're making $20 billion a year on Game... They're not. But if they were making $20 billion a year on Game Pass, all of the games on Game Pass would be asking for more money to be on Game Pass, right? So you could make that argument. But they never talk about how much money they're making on Game Pass. Um, their subscriber numbers really aren't increasing all that much. I'm sure you can probably find a graph that shows its spike because they replaced Xbox Live with Game Pass Core. So now if you want to play multiplayer games, you don't have a choice anymore. They got rid of their three games a month for free package. It's just Game Pass Core, and it's a good package. Um, I actually got that package for my son, who has our Series X upstairs now. Um, but... Uh, but overall, the, the 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 Game Pass we know, the Game Pass Ultimate that we know, um, the numbers haven't really spiked because Xbox used to talk about the numbers, and now they don't talk about those numbers. I also suspect a lot of people, and I was one of the included ones, would go on Game Pass for a month or two and then just leave it for a long while and then come back to it when there's a series of games to play. Hambone Johnny, what's up? Um, that's just the way. So I've always thought, like, they're just not getting sales. Redfall also came out this year, and that game was panned critically, so that's kind of going to be a different uh, segment, but that that did not sell well at all. Um, very few sales. And I don't know if that's a game that'll ever go multi-platform. I think they'd rather just see it die at this point. But um, So I'm not surprised by any of this, but I'm still surprised that that day might be here and might be happening soon. Um, and it signals to me if these are true rumors, again, if these are true rumors that, um, from Xbox's point of view, they have bought so many big studios trying to, you know, quote unquote, win a console war or just get more people playing Xbox and it hasn't really panned out. Um, if you look at, uh, I use VG charts. Um, to look at estimated console sales, um, Xbox is usually two to one. It's trailing PlayStation and, and four to one to the switch. Um, it hasn't been a great seller. And a lot of that is because a lot of people play these games on PC, right? Everything that comes out on Xbox generally comes out on PC as well. So you don't really need an Xbox. So the numbers are a little weird, but, but we know that, um, the Xbox console base is not as big as the PlayStation base, which, um, um, we know that. In fact, we just got a number today that uh, 123 million people played on PlayStation in December. Different people. That's just a, a huge number. Um, but at this point, what, what I'm seeing is Xbox is like, we, we can't buy Bethesda. We can't buy Activision Blizzard and then just have them make exclusively games for Xbox and PC. But just the Xbox console just for us. You can't do that. The reason why those companies are so big and are valued so much is because they are making games for all the consoles that they can. So this is Xbox looking at their numbers saying, this is not going to fly. 
And when they take those games and they make them available on Game Pass, it's expensive, folks. It's expensive to make games. And, you know, you you really want sales to, you know, that's what you need sales for. And if you're putting these games on uh, your subscription service and your subscription service is not growing and maybe you're seeing that it's actually like shrinking, that's cause for panic. Ask Netflix. Ask a lot of the video streamers that are having very similar problems. Um, is it a sign that they're giving up on Game Pass? I don't know. I'll just let Xbox shows talk about that. That's not why I'm here. What I'm here for is what does this mean for PlayStation? Are we going to start getting all of the Xbox games uh, day one in the future? And if we get um, if we get um, Starfield, that is a huge indicator that you're just going to get everything because if X- if Xbox won't keep Starfield to themselves. What on earth would they keep to themselves? I'd be hard-pressed to actually know. Um, We'll find out uh, potentially January 18th when um, Xbox has their next digital event. Um, They're actually going to be showing off the Indiana Jones game. We're finally going to see that one. Um, Probably the 20th update on Hellblade 2. Maybe there'll be a date. Uh, But now you can almost watch this event and think, hey, there's a chance Indiana Jones might be coming to PlayStation. Day one. Uh, we might know more information on the 18th. Honestly, these rumors usually happen because there's going to be an announcement and there's decisions that are made. So keep an eye on that event and see what happens. And if you remember when they talked about that uh, Blade game uh, during the Game Awards, uh, that was being made by Xbox, but it did not say it was an Xbox exclusive. That could have been an oversight, but there's been some other clues lately that suggest that it wasn't an oversight. And that's another reason why I kind of kind of believe in these rumors. Everything just seems to be lining up. Uh, there's it's either a lot of coincidences or I don't know what. Um, but in the end, keep an eye out. There might be a lot of Xbox published games that will be coming to PlayStation. And uh, yeah, this is really interesting. January eighteenth. Let's see. We'll see if we get any announcements from Xbox about this. Saying heck no, these games are ours forever. Um, Or maybe they say, yeah, we're going to go full Sega. Uh, There's not going to be any more Xbox consoles. Uh, We're just going to focus on Game Pass. And, you know, we couldn't bring Game Pass to PlayStation and Nintendo. Why why would Nintendo or PlayStation ever allow Game Pass on their platforms? Uh, They would never. They would siphon off all of their game sales. Come on. Um, And so they're just going to port everything. And that's it. They're going to get sales from those consoles. And then they're going to have the Game Pass subscription service. Um, But it would also be interesting to find out what happens to that subscription service if you're going to make those games available on other consoles. What what is their direction? I don't know. This might be the first blink on Game Pass, though. So we'll see. But really interesting. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation. Email me topic ideas or feedback for the show at PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. We're on threads at PSDailyPod and now on Facebook facebook.com slash ps daily pod hope you've enjoyed today's pod we'll be back tomorrow but until next time PlayStation.